Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. Well, today our guest again is Chuck Gatica. Chuck is an author, speaker, podcast, radio host, and he holds a certificate in the second half significance and has devoted his life to helping others find God's calling in their later years. So you could go to his website, chuckgatica.com. Well, it was a wonderful show yeah. yesterday, just sharing and talking and learning. Um, really, and I know today we're going to talk more about it, of just about how do we find success in our lives? Maybe we're successful, the world is cheering us on, and we're not feeling significant in and of our own person, in our own identity, in our way with God. Am I, does all this really matter? Don't we ask those questions? Um, and, or we, you know, that old song, is that all there is, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking of that song, times they are a changing. Mm -hmm. Times they are a changing. And mm -hmm. you know what, that's really true. Like you always say, make change your friend. We're always in a transition. I think that this is what Chuck is addressing. And so we think a halftime sometimes is 50 and onward, but he says maybe it's quarters. Mm. And so there were all these transitions where we had success at one point. We may not be having success at any point with that anymore. How do we go from success to significance? And even as we enter in significance, we want to be successful at that mm. and whatever else God is calling us to do. What does this mean for us? What does it mean for our spouses? What does it mean for our children? How do we bring them along? Right. Do we even know where we're going along? They may be saying, where are you going exactly? Mm -hmm. So all these issues. So uh, I think he's really speaking to right where we live. And so let's listen. Don't go away. There's plenty more to come. We'll be right back. back. Well, today we have yet again, and we are very excited to have Chuck Gatica with us. Chuck is an author, speaker, podcast, radio host, and a holder of a wonderful certificate in the second half significance. And Chuck has devoted his life to helping others find God's calling in their later years. And you could go to his website, chuckgatica.com. Well, Chuck, we want you first to tell our family quickly, in yeah. a nutshell, um, what yesterday's show, what we talked about, but then I want to talk about the adventures of where, what God has done mm. in this transition in your own living yeah. life. Well, we talked about the idea, for me, it started in my 40s, thinking about how to move life from success to significance. And the phrase halftime was coined by author Bob Buford. I read that book. And it really spoke to me. It's a Christ-centered book, not a Catholic book, but it spoke to my heart that something was 
gurgling, mm -hmm. as Buford calls it, the smoldering discontent. You may have the greatest job ever, or maybe you were laid off. It doesn't really matter which end of the spectrum you're at, and you still, at any age, it can be later years after you're retired, but even 40, 50, 60, you're asking, is this all there is? Is this what God and who God wants me to be? And I think we all go through that questioning period. You can pick an age that's, you know, the context is right for you. Mm -hmm. So the phrase success to significance registers really high. And I put on a baby boomer, boomer conference uh, with the help of many others. And I had a, a few people come up to me and say, you know, Chuck, I've never felt significant. My job is not mm -hmm. significant. And I just want to encourage everybody who's yeah. listening. You are significant to God. There is no mistaking that you are alive right now for this time, as crazy as time may seem to you and me and everybody mm -hmm. else. And then the question is why? Mm -hmm. As Simon Sinek would ask, what's your why? Well, your why should be, what can I do if God's giving me 20, 30, 40 more years? Is what I've done all there is? And maybe there's something new, a new adventure that right. God wants to bring into my life. And mm -hmm. that's why I want to be encouraging. God doesn't make mistakes. Right. Even with all of our flaws, he still has a plan. Right. Well, you know, uh, the, we're on our, when we die, and we just are finaling up our, our grave site and all that fun stuff, <laughs> which we need to do. Yeah. Um, there's the time you're born yeah. and the time you die, right? Those two dates. But in the middle is that dash. Right. And that dash is our living. It's everything. It's everything. What are we doing? How are we being? Mm -hmm. are, we, are we doing what we believe we're supposed to be doing and not just doing, otherwise we get lost on a world track or even it's a good thing, maybe what our parents wanted us to be or, you know, this is just what I became because this is what my brothers did or mm -hmm. this, I did this because my mother said I should do this. I was good at this. But what is God saying, right? And we yeah. have to, as people, we have to quiet ourselves down, especially mm -hmm. in this beautiful season of Lent, and ask the Lord, where am I? What am I supposed to do? And you might be in a nursing home, and mm -hmm. you, well, God's calling you to be an evangelist in that nursing right. home. Maybe not everybody knows Jesus in that Maybe nursing home. Maybe you were a Eucharistic minister back in the day, and now you, there is no such thing as I'm too old. Not in this world anymore. Mm -hmm. I see people reinventing their lives all the time in what we would have called later years. Mm -hmm. Somebody is 62, 65, 75. <laughs> this baby boomer conference at the time, it would have been generally people 50 plus. I had an 85-year-old man walk up to me. I wanted to sell tickets myself. And he says to me, can I buy a ticket? It were $10 mm -hmm. and we gave them a free book. I said, well, of course, we don't card you. So, you know, <laughs> there is no age where you're too old right. to think if God is going to give you more years and you're willing to work for God's kingdom, which means the bar isn't open, the bar is high. Mm -hmm. You both shared with me both about your fathers and the right. part of it's pride, but part of it is you can operate in your life, whatever that means for significance, by knowing that you're working for Jesus. Mm -hmm. You're working with excellence. Right. And I think that's an encouragement too. There's so much encouragement in these transition periods where so many people fall through the cracks. Part of it's woe is me. Part of it is I went through this I messages. I can do it. I do it. I can see through walls. When I came to know Jesus, I came to realize it's not about me. It's about mm -hmm. him. I am second, yeah. <laughs> you know? So mm -hmm. I just encourage everybody listening. It doesn't matter what age you are. If you've been downsized, if you're thinking of a transition, there's no mistake to that. Yeah. Well, tell our families about some of your adventures. 
Oh, because I like adventures. So I was born and raised Catholic. So returning to the Catholic Church right. is the biggest adventure of my mm -hmm. life. It's uh, and here I am with you, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, let's see. I've flown with the U.S. Blue Angels. Yeah, I love that. Fifty feet above the ground to about twenty thousand feet in twenty seconds. Um, there's a parachute on the back of your seat and the assistant kid to the Top Gun pilot said, I'm going to lock your chair and uh, I've armed your chair. Mm -hmm. I said, with what? <laughs> he said, with two sticks of dynamite in case you have to eject. You know, it's like in the movie. Mm -hmm. I've been on an expedition to the rainforest in Peru with Dr. Mm -hmm. Bob Ballard who discovered the Titanic. I've been to Mount Kilauea for 10 days with Bob Ballard. Um, I'm, I'm a private pilot, I'm scuba trained, I'm, I just love adventure. Right. My wife does not love adventure. Mm -hmm. So I zip line when we go on vacation and she says, I'll wave, <laughs> you know. So I'll be at the beach. She's <laughs> an adventure person and I'm not. <laughs> so it's, it's great. But a lot of things only because I was in television, not because it was me. I mean, I've mm -hmm. been to the White House, I've, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. what a, what an adventure of life. But this season of mine, uh, of trying to let God take the lead mm -hmm. is just an amazing adventure. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it's more exciting. It is, and I encourage mm -hmm. everybody, you can taste it. You can, yeah. you can get your own taste of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So share with us a little bit more about adventure, mm. not only particular things that are done, but as adventure as, as just a, a concept being in our life mm -hmm. in terms of openness to the transitions that are gonna take place. You may not know the answer, Right. This whole idea of I'm not afraid to be on the journey. Because you're going to be on the journey. It's a question of how you're going to be on the journey and how faith works its way into that assurance that we can trust the Lord even though we don't know an adventurous spirit. And it might not seem all that dynamic or, or sparkles mm -hmm. all over it, but it's the adventure of aging. It's the adventure of using what we have now, our failures, yeah. to help other people sure. that will go down mm -hmm. the path. So, how is that an adventure? How is that exciting? How does that help us to look at this time, which can be anxiety producing? No question. And I think you've, uh, there's hope in Jesus. Keep, I mean, go all the way back to the great book of Isaiah, right? That if we put our trust in Jesus, yeah. there's hope. I find great hope in listening to your show because I, I hear that coming out of the show a lot, that we should be encouraged there's hope. This idea of adventure, I think an easy way to look at adventuring is to consider how you're going to make a transition. Maybe you still have a job and God's not leading you to quit your job. Maybe your job should be being the best, your dad a milkman, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. that you can be, right. and your job should be spreading the good news of Christ in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're entrepreneurial. Well, then maybe you are the person to quit your job and go start a new program at Africa digging mm -hmm. wells. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're also wired to not just stay or start, maybe you're wired to join. Mm -hmm. If you want to take uh, blood donations from people, why would you start a new organization when there's the Red Cross, <laughs> right. Right? right? So <clears throat> that's part of this exploration of yeah. adventure. Maybe a good way to look at this is to dip your toes in the water. If you think you're going to be a good uh, blood taking assistant, maybe you should make sure you don't faint when you see blood. Right. Dip your toe in the water, mm -hmm. make sure it's working, and then the adventure isn't, I'm all in, I'm going to jump in the deep end of the pool, and you're greeted with failure or anxiety. Try things out. Mm -hmm. Little small cost probes. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at getting into adventure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I th and I think it's important, the attitude in which we have in our living. Like if you wake up and you I have to go to work. Mm. Or you wake up and you go, I get to go. Yeah. I mean, at, with our staff, you know, we're, we're in a life-saving ministry. 
Mm-hmm. So we don't have to be there. It's a privilege that God allows us to yeah. be there. And when we pray with them in the morning, God, we thank you that we get to stand here today to be defenders of everything that is good and true and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, there's not one time I don't go into a counseling room where I'm having a power encounter between life and death, darkness and evil. I mean, mm. I, it's there. It's yeah. good and evil yeah. right there. I don't go in there without saying, Holy Spirit, I need you because you know this girl, you know the situation, and only you can change mm-hmm. hearts. And so you go in. But it's that attitude that I, I get to be here. God is <laughs> allowing me yeah. to do this and you to do this instead of I have to. And when you do that, that just takes all the air out of the balloon. You know, if you show up in that attitude, of whether you're retired, whether you're working, whether you're going to hang out with your grandkids, no matter what you're doing, it's that you get to do it. Right. And that's a privilege. And if you're looking to reconnoiter your life, whatever that means in your context, I want to encourage everybody with something else. I think you get to a certain age and maybe we collectively stop dreaming. Mm. We used to dream when we were younger and we were dreaming about a new career. And I would just suggest that maybe it's time for all of us to dream again. There's a, um, a Protestant pastor, but he's written a book. And in the book, he talks about writing your dream out to God, literally writing it out. I'm dreaming about this new adventure in my life. And Mark Batterson is his name. And he suggests, why would you rip off a little corner of that page and give it to God? He's a big God. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've got a dream and you want to, you know, leverage up your success and maybe your significance for God's kingdom, why would you give him a little piece of the corner? Take the whole page to God and say, God, I'm praying on this. Am I supposed to be part of a mm-hmm. pregnancy center or am I supposed to do this? Or, and then let God speak to you. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that I need to be encouraged about is patience because God's going to speak back to us in his time. Yeah. We need to calm our hearts, mm-hmm. give ourselves a little grace and also know that we may make a mistake and trip every once in a while in this new season of trying to figure it out. But don't let that discourage you. Mm -hmm. Just be encouraged that it it really can be an adventure. Mm -hmm. You speak about, and you've been touching on this in a variety of ways, but that the church has the prescription Mm. for what ails you. Yeah. The questions you have right now, how you see yourself, a lack of significance in your Mm -hmm. life, or how life can become an adventure. Any particular components within the church that is special that the Catholic Church has well, to help you to refocus? Community. So many people say they feel isolated and lonely. Mm-hmm. And uh, to know that we're out of COVID, right? Come back to Mass. Mm-hmm. Come back. I, I get filled. My bucket gets filled. The, the man or woman who's ushering, and I give them a fist bump or shake their hand as they've allowed us to come out, you know, for <laughs> the Eucharist. And I'm thinking, I don't really know them well, but mm-hmm. I feel connected. Mm-hmm. And then I leave feeling more connected. I think there's healthfulness there. I think there's healthfulness in, in looking at your parish's website or asking yeah. around, what can I do to serve here? Mm-hmm. Do we have a food pantry? Do we have, uh, we packed 60,000 meals at our parish la- mm-hmm. late last fall. Mm-hmm. Not bragging about it, I'm just saying it was right. awesome. Right. And I walked out thinking, isn't that great? Maybe that's the touch yeah. point and you say, I could do this every month. I could coordinate that. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. God just laid that on your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think parish life, the church, and certainly scripture and the catechism can teach us be hopeful uh, and, and don't let this word significance turn around in your mind. You'll say, you know, I've never felt significant. I've never had a job that is significant. Mm-hmm. 
God created a diamond in each yeah. of us with the flaws that we can see at the jewelry store. Mm -hmm. We still have carbon flaws in there. And I'll tell you what, God didn't make a mistake. He created mm -hmm. all of us. You look in the mirror and think, God made me a diamond. Um, he's just waiting for you in your next chapter. That's all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To think God has made me a diamond, which is hard. And that I'm looking at diamonds in other people. Yeah. You know, as we do it to the least, we do it to him. Mm -hmm. And that if we could get that reality that in every encounter, Christ's face is in somebody else. Mm -hmm. Life becomes an adventure. If I can get away from myself, and that's the other key, that those who lose their lives are gonna find their lives. And those who find their lives, you lose your life. You have yeah. to be giving at all times, or most times, your life away. That's, that's the guiding principle within the Holy Trinity. Father lifts up the Son, the Son lifts up the Father, the Holy Spirit lifts up Jesus. They're mm. not lifting themselves up. Mm -hmm. It's the other one. So I can just get that, that every encounter, so I'm trying to look at you and see Christ right. in you, not only hear you, then, then I think I'll grow because I'm getting away from myself. And also everything becomes attending to someone. Mm -hmm. And so, so no matter how ill you are, you're in a hospital, you got people serving you, you're looking for Christ in them, something unique about them. You might speak that to someone. So every day becomes an adventure because other people are in your life. The good, the bad, and the and ugly. And time can disappear. I mm. remember sitting in a small uh, room, Christopher Cross, the musician, had yeah. an acoustic yeah. guitar, mm -hmm. play sailing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, and somebody asked him a question. D did you write that about sailboats? He said, no. I have a friend who's an artist and I watched her painting on a big canvas. And he said, I just, wa I said, how do you do that? She said, I just sail away. Mm -hmm. She gets into a flow where she's doing what God has granted her as a f as favor, right? Yeah. She's got a great talent and time just disappears. And I think that's, if you get into that zone of yeah. a flow, mm -hmm. you will know that you're finding something that God wants you to do because you, you'll start to feel like, well, this is, I don't even know that time's going by. And I mm -hmm. think that's an encouragement. Right. Yeah. And because there's just joy in right. that moment, right? right. It's like, because we're all, you know, sometimes we're just, <clears throat> tomorrow it's going to be this. And, mm. then, and then we're missing the moment of living in the time that God's like, yeah. you weren't promised that. Or if a person comes, God's brought this person in your path, it's like, you're never going to see her again. Mm -hmm. So tell her today that I love her. Yeah. Tell her that I have a purpose and a plan for her life or, or him or whoever it is that God's bringing. Because if you don't, who is? Mm -hmm. You know, God's saying, Joy, tell her, tell her that I love her. Tell her that this isn't the end of the story for her. She might be thinking that in a moment of yeah. despair yeah. And, or that there is no other plan for me. In transitioning to different phases and stages, you speak about it's important to leave the old man, the old identity. What are you speaking about? How do we do that? Well, uh, I mean, we're, t we're taught by St. Paul, the idea of leaving the old man behind. Uh, I'm, I'm using the word encouraged a lot because no matter what your age, if anyone yeah. listening today, we should all be encouraged. There isn't one saint that mm -hmm. didn't have a past right. and then became a saint. Right. That's encouraging to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't just see the apostles bumping into each other like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know what's up with this guy, Jesus. But I see people who, who could have said, mm -hmm. well, I was just a fisherman and mm -hmm. now I'm walking with Jesus. Be encouraged. Be encouraged that even the saints had a past. Leave it go. Search for forgiveness. Find it. If you need, if you've got deep wounding, find some help. Mm -hmm. If you just need to speak to your priest, and I shouldn't say the word just, speak to your mm -hmm. priest move on in life and understand that you can leave the old man, woman behind, mm -hmm. yeah. move forward in life because our purpose in life 
is to be divinized. Mm -hmm. We are to become one with Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm to get my wife to heaven. She's to get me to heaven. And if the goal is for all of us to be saints, yeah. that means we've all got a past. Right. Let it go and then say, Jesus, what do you want me to do now? What if I'm getting 30 more years of mm -hmm. life? Mm -hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, we're going to hold you over again for the final segment. Okay. And uh, you can just share whatever you'd like to share. I think it's kind of interesting. We share a lot about ourselves in this transition. You mentioned something about family. Mm -hmm. and I think it's important for you to share with yeah. us. How do we move on to other places without leaving our family Great. behind? So we'll be right back. There's plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Chuck, let's continue our conversation. Only have a few minutes left. And, yeah. you know, we've been speaking a lot about life being a transition, mm -hmm. successes in the past, are they going to be the same in the future, significance, you know, what's God doing in my life, me. So it's a lot about I and me. And so how does this play out in the family relationship? Uh, how do we not leave our family behind? How do we incorporate them in this? Get counsel. Well, so, you know, so critical um, that you get your spouse on the same page if you've got a spouse, right? If it's just mm -hmm. you, I would still suggest this vertical and horizontal way to think of life with a cross. You're in tune with Jesus. That's the vertical member. And horizontally, you've got friends, your priest, uh, spiritual director, maybe a coach. You've got people you can talk to. But the spouse and your family, if that's your context, it's really important. Uh, I, I coined a phrase that I started using because I would literally see when I said to my wife, I'm going to leave my full-time job in television <laughs> news. And all the things that must have, I didn't even think of this, you know, right. who's going to pay for that? What, how do kids yeah. finish the college? And I looked at her and I saw the kids in the corner and they're whispering to my wife, Susan. And I, what are they doing? Well, they're asking, like, what's wrong with dad? Mm. So I finally looked at them and I said, I am having the most fun being confused in life I've ever had. <laughs> now, you know what that did? That took the weight off of my shoulders mm -hmm. from a mental health anxiety level. I'm joking about it mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. Then I heard Susan repeat that. Mm -hmm. Someone said, well, what's he doing? Oh, he's having the most fun being confused he's ever had. <laughs> that gets a chuckle. Uh -huh. And so while it sounds like it's a frivolous yeah, thought, right. whatever your version of that is, you've right. got to get your spouse on track because they will eventually say, what's wrong? And if it turns into what we've come to know as midlife crisis or now it could be quarter life or decade of life, mm -hmm. uh, you need to have a way for you to get through it and you need the people around you to know that you're not going off the edge of the deep into the deep end of the pool and if you are, you want to say, listen, we've been married for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I need your hand on this one, mm -hmm. and I need Jesus on this hand because mm -hmm. it's, it's a big deal. Are you with me? And, of course, most of the time a spouse will say, well, of course I'm here for you. Yeah. So I think that's a good way to look at this. Just have fun being confused. I it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's like an oxymoron. <laughs> I know. But, but that, that also <clears throat> speaks of faith and of God's goodness. Yeah. And I, I want you on the journey, and I want you to participate with me now in the midst of this uncertainty. Mm -hmm. What do you see? What are you hearing? Right. Because it's important that we walk together as much as we can on this journey. And let your fearlessness mm -hmm. not come from I messages, but come from Jesus. Yeah. I'm, I, if you can't scare me with 
the, my eternal life because I know it's a guarantee, well then, what are you going to scare me with? Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you can find this steady rock to stand on, and while it may seem like the winds are buffeting, because they do, mm -hmm. uh, you can still find great hope in what's ahead for you. So be mm -hmm. encouraged. Yes. It's not an awful time. It can be the biggest adventure mm -hmm. of your life. Amen. Chuck, thank you so much. It's been thank a great you. blessing. Thank you. To God have bless you, both welcome you. to the EWTN family. Yes, thank you. thank you. Life is an adventure. It's never too late to be who God desires for you to be. Do not be afraid. God is good. Bring your family along. Allow them to participate in your next transition because life is a transition. On and on and on. And God's intention for you is for good mm -hmm. and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Do not be afraid. You're an important part of this family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.